Our podcast is intended for mature audiences. We'll be using adult language and listener discretion is advised. We'd like to remind everyone that we don't have all the answers. Our discussions are opportunities for us to understand the world around us with the information that we have. That means we may say things that are inaccurate, false, or possibly offensive. Thank you. Hello, everybody. <laughs> it's been a long, long time. time. Well, that took a lot out. Even longer than last time. It was yeah, a long time. This is, this is the longest time For sure. since we even started. Because, you know, before, it didn't matter. We gotta add that sample in there. the longest time. I'm gonna put the DOS effects version in there. Now we're gonna get uh, sued. Yeah. We could just link it, man. Oh, what does uh, Pitch Perfect do? Do they actually just license bro. the music to make the movies like that? What do you mean, acapella? No, yeah, they yeah, just yeah. their own versions. You I mean, can't get in trouble for you that. buy the, the lyrics to the song and then you sing it. Because you can, you can so, buy. Yeah, that's, so they license the music. They license the lyrics. Right. You can license the lyrics or like the musical song. Or it can oh. do. To do something cheaper, you can just do the lyrics and then get someone else to sing it. So that's what they do, I imagine. Yeah. Film oh. fact, if you were. Yeah. Facts. Well, yeah. I figure that's how like, facts licensure worked in general. Tour. Hey, I like that. DJ. But how does it work for YouTube singers, like with the covers? Wouldn't they get in trouble for using the lyrics? That's what I'm saying. Depending on how popular you are. Well, I think because they say that it's a cover, like. It really depends. Yeah. Because I, I honestly don't think that they're trying to, like, do it out of, like, a malcontent for the music, you know what I mean? There's, like, yeah. no, nothing negative. They're just like, oh, I just probably singing the song. It's a good song. Yeah, but wouldn't acapella versions be counted as covers? They, uh, that's what I'm saying. That, yeah. that was what my question was. I mean, YouTube is, like, you can't get blood from a turnip, you know what I mean? Like, what are you going to get from a dude that's making YouTube videos? No, but they'll go in and specifically mute your shit. Or if you're violating, they'll, they'll take down your video. That's a, Even so, if you're small. That's probably without. something that you have to do with the YouTube agreement. I have no idea. You, did, did you say, did you, you, say you can't get blood from a turnip? Yeah, it's a euphemism. Uh, analogy. I've never heard that phrase before. Yeah, it's a southern Yo, saying, boy. My yeah, mama's yeah, turnip really gives me mad blood. It gives me life like that. Yo, for real, though? Shalgum Subzi is so good. Oh, bro, so good, though. <laughs> How about, yeah. how about you turn those nips inside out? Boom. Yeah, I don't have to go to the doctor to do that. <laughs> Never mind, I was going to say Anyway. That. But, <laughs> but regarding covers, I, I thought that you could just... Uh, it depends on how many, how much money you're making off of them, right? That's when. That's when you just start. license it to the. Yeah, like, not necessarily. Just, what you could do is like, I, I'm gonna sing the song, and like, if I make twenty thousand dollars, I'll give like two thousand dollars to the person that owns the music. Or like, they give them a cut, something like that. Because I don't. It's usually the other way. I've like covers well, and shit on like iTunes, so like you can buy those and obviously make money off of them. But the thing is, I'm assuming that if you can sell them, sell the cover, then you have to pay a certain amount off of that. Yeah, whatever, man. This is not even what we're supposed to be talking about. So you what is it right? that we're supposed to talk about? Man. E thrizzle. E to the three cubed. Let's talk about that first. We e can to, take e up to the, the three cubed. Yo, that'd yeah. be E9. Actually, it'd be E9. So, <laughs> e to the ninth. For all of our viewers, <laughs> what, does, what does E3 stand for? Electron, what is it? Entertainment Electronics Expo? Yeah. Electronic Entertainment Expo. 
Whatever, bro. Same shit, different letters. Actually, the same letters. Same letters. <laughs> different letters. Different E's. Different E's for the letters and stuff. Whatever Easy E's. Easy E. Uh, Adam, why don't you set it off, man? True. Okay, well, I was kind of all over the place with E3. Um, mainly because, like, for me, I've been in this really kind of content area where, like, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything, really. Like, I, I snagged the Switch it ended up being good because like all these good exclusives are being announced for it. So like, I'm, I'm not pressed about it. Um, and PC wise, like I'm pretty much just like hanging tight with overwatch. So I was pretty excited when I saw some treehouse footage for, I actually got taken by surprise with Mario Odyssey. I thought that was like ridiculous. Like get this Mario, and this is pure speculation. This dude owns a cursed hat, like that transforms anything that he puts on it, like into like a weird, like chimera version of Mario. Like, oh, is that a thwomp? Let me throw my genetic mutation hat on it. Now it's a Mario <laughs> thwomp. This terrifies me. It terrifies me. I mean, I love you, like haunted, yo. you, so you could You could possess dinosaurs with that shit. I'm telling you, and the fact that I saw dinosaurs in the trailer, like, terrified me. But, like, you <laughs> see this, like, Mario, like, that's why I know, like, there's some sneak shit going on. Because, like, Mario definitely got that Dr. Jekyll Hyde thing going on. Like, that Dr. Mario <laughs> persona. Yeah, that Dr. Mario persona was like, <laughs> yes, I'll genetically engineer a hat that will automatically splice my TNA into anybody that wears it. <laughs> like, that's what I see. Like, I, I, I'm calling it right now, the final boss battle of Mario Odyssey is Dr. Mario. Gonna have to play and find out, but that would yes. be a surprise. But like, no, nah, bro, it's gonna be Bowser. <laughs> Again, imagine how terrified like it is to like think about that. Like, can you imagine like you see like a Koopa in the background? It's like in the corner in the dark, and you're like, turn around, it turns around, he's like, it's a me, Koopa. Like, it's terrifying. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, with a knife. <laughs> like, it would be scary to me, and I think like this is gonna be pretty interesting. So Mario Odyssey, that's probably like the number one, just just for plot question mark question mark like yeah. that's that's what got me intrigued like there's dinosaurs and a possessed hat and like I'm a, and, I'm, and i'm and i'm about it like that's that's all i care about i'm excited i'm excited about the breath of the wild stuff but i pre-ordered the dlc a long time ago because oh, i'm sure uh, threw your money down like, yeah don't, don't i was like your previews is sold yeah i was pretty much like i'm gonna do it anyways so i, I did it um how many hours and then for Nintendo, I broke a hundred. <laughs> Did you complete it yet, or? No, I'm taking my sweet time. Hell yeah! I keep I I do like some major dungeons, and then like I go into Hyrule Castle and explore, and then I get scared and I leave. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Do you? Feel I, like I, you're near the end or do you have an idea of I when could, it's gonna I, end? I could definitely end it right now if I wanted okay. to, but I, I, I'm I'm just kind of trying to hash everything out and explore all the hidden areas and things like that. Like I'm really just, I'm not trying to beat it like quickly. I'm trying to like really, I'm really trying to flesh it out as much as I can and, en and enjoy it. Like I'm, I'm trying to be immersed in it. Like I woke up after a hundred years. I don't know what's going on. Is that a horse made out of skeletons? Like let's yeah. go. So. The only other Nintendo stuff that really caught my eye was um, the Metroid title drop. There wasn't oh, even. A... Yeah. It was so good. <laughs> there, there wasn't. There wasn't even like a trailer or anything in yeah, E3, yeah. like Nintendo One E3. They were just yeah. like, 
Metroid Prime well, they 4. Do anyway. All they needed was the music, and then everyone just wilds out. Exactly. Like, that was a huge moment. I thought that yeah. was really great. Of course, there's not much I can say, but anything is going to be better than other M and Federation Force. So that's fine. Federation Force was miserable. What else? And then for Nintendo, I was sad that Capcom recently announced that they weren't going to bring Monster Hunter to the Switch. Like, for the US, but since uh, the switches aren't region locked, I can probably just import a copy anyway, so I'm not too pressed about it. Hey, that's what's up. Yeah. But would you have um, language issues, or does it take the system's uh, language default? Capcom's usually good about having language settings, so I'm sure they'll they'll put something out. And if they see that Monster Hunter's super popular, they might even just have a language pack DLC or something, because the Switch can actually do DLC now. <laughs> Uh, I was excited about, oh, you know, Pokemon Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, that's fine. Yeah. But the big thing is the fact that they're making a full-fledged Pokemon RPG, RPG yeah. for the Switch. Game Freak, really, I was oh, like, okay. The Switch? Yeah, they're going to yeah, make I mean, one for the Switch. Island, but I'm going to have to. <laughs> so I'm, oh, I'm going to eventually. I'm, yeah. pre- I'm pretty excited. So that's 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 what I got for Nintendo. For the rest for the rest of E3, there's a lot of stuff I'm really excited about, but I'm sure everybody else is going to touch on it. The only things I'm going to touch on are two fighting games. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite looks mm. like hot garbage. No, it's going to be great. I'm it, looks mis- great. it looks miserable. What, the fighting game I am excited about really? is... Dragon Ball Z Fighters, yeah. because it's made, it's, it's made by the same people who made Guilty Gear, which is an amazing oh, really? technical, an amazing technical that. fighter game, and like on Steam. And I've been playing with Spencer and Talon and getting my ass beat, but it is such a good game. I'm really excited. I saw a lot of playthrough, and this is the first time, kind of Bandai Namco, DBZ, like this is the first time they're making like a full fledged fighter, as opposed to like the kind of bastard children fighting games that they've made which in no way shape or form is bad like i have two copies of dragon ball z budokai tenkaichi 3 for the wii like don't get don't front like i'm mad loyal to the series but it's not a fleshed out true fighting game you know yeah yeah you know so i'm really excited to have like a nice 2.5 d fighter with like a dragon ball z cast like Mm -hmm. i'm ready is it cross-platform i don't know if it's going to be cross-platform yet um arc system didn't make guilty gear cross-platform and that's kind of uh that was kind of whack but um i think most of it depends on the other platforms i see i'm I'm sure steam and xbox will probably get cross-play and then if they want cross-play for the ps4 involved that's up to sony because sony's the real stickler yeah when namco asked about like um tekken if there was crossplay with Tekken, their response was it's literally up to Sony. Mm. Interesting. Is it a PC exclusive right now? A timed exclusive? Or is it available on console now? Uh the Dragon Ball Z Fighters? Yes. Dragon Ball Z Fighters is gonna is already announced for all all three major consoles. So PC, PS4, Xbox, Xbox One. One yep. But is it out yet for the console? But he was you were no, saying no, no. playing it on Steam, right? Uh, I'm playing Guilty Gear on Steam. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, I didn't. I was like, it's already out, and I uh, missed it because yeah, I totally. Yeah. If you guys were playing it on Steam, I would have way jumped on it and played no, it no. with you guys. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm playing Arc Software's other popular series. So they have three popular fighting game series, pretty much. So well, three if you count Dragon Ball Z Fighters. The other two are Blaze Blue and Guilty Gear. Those are all made by Arc System, mm-hmm. and uh, they also had uh, 
I mean, their fighting system was similar to Persona 4 Arena's fighting system, too, so it's easy to pick up, hard to master. So it's anybody could probably play this and really enjoy it. So I'm, I'm mad excited about that because uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite looks really bad to me. It, is that the uh, story-driven one where it's not really a fighter? No, it's it's gonna be a fighter too, okay. but it's gonna be it's gonna be two v two. Okay, because the way that the trailer made it seem like it didn't reveal any of the gameplay, and I thought it was maybe just like a a story driven, you know, right RPG or something. It's gonna be a fighter. Uh, I've seen some early footage of it, and so far, it looks like really like from a fighting game perspective, it looks like as a, our friend Spencer would say trash garbage <laughs> so you know and i challenge you to like mention it to spencer and he'll be like ah that game <laughs> trash trash garbage like it's so great like we ha we've had lengthy conversations about it like it the the mechanics look very very uh dated and i and i think this is a big flaw on capcom as opposed to anything else like capcom has been doing a lot of shoddy work within the last year with uh, how they've approached Street Fighter V and evidently how they're treating Marvel vs. Capcom. Also, the facial models look fucked up. <laughs> Chun-Li looks like she got hit by a frying pan. Like, <laughs> You mean she looks like Jackie Chan Chun-Li? Yeah. <laughs> but even that looks better than like Chun-Li's in-game model so far. Like it literally looks like they got PlayStation 2 graphics and then just used like a smoothing tool over like the polygons. Awesome, man. <laughs> it seems like a lot of games at E3 and a lot of the upcoming games are taking a very minimalistic approach to the graphics, less detail, more pixel art, more cell shading, more, you know, things like that. It seems to be the trend. I mean, the only games right now that seem graphically advanced are all the AAA titles. Everything else just seems really uh, basic, for lack of a better term. I mean, it makes sense. AAA yeah. games has the budget for it. Yeah. And might as well go all out. And it's crazy because they have the budget for it, yet they insist on making games that are incomplete and piecemeal that like urge you to buy the like a DLC. Like DLC should not be a patch. It should be like a like right. it should be something after the game. It shouldn't fix some. It shouldn't mm. fix the game. Mm. Tell me about it, <coughs> Injustice Two. <coughs> I'm so. I also did not purchase Injustice Two Yo, because that is so also that is also so a bad. also a trash garbage game. <laughs> I can't believe I bought this. Injustice <laughs> One was so fucking good. It's probably one of my favorite fighting games. Just because yeah. it's I'm a huge DC fan and it incorporated like Mortal Kombat stuff, mm -hmm. like. That's like two great universes together. And the second one is just like, here's the first one for $60. Here's the completed game for 100. And it's like, what the fuck? Just give me the whole game. And then if I feel like buying more shit, I will. Yeah, just do extended beta testing, figure that shit yeah, out. Yeah, you have, uh, it's, it's terrible. Like, they're over here like, we have a billion ice characters and we're still gonna add Sub-Zero because why not? Well, you know, Sub-Zero Sub-Zero. You can't, like, you understand. I mean, I understand because I've made Sub-Zero since day one with Mortal Kombat, but he doesn't belong in an Injustice game. Yes, he does. Mm, I disagree. I don't... <laughs> nah, man, I'm telling you. I, th I, th I think they just did it to shoehorn the fact that they were like, we have all of these ice check uh, ice textures in the game. Why don't we just bring Sub-Zero in? Because, you know, Captain Cold wasn't enough. Last In last game, they had Killer Frost. They're like, we should use all of this. 
and they just put sub zero and i just I, think it's I lazy mean, look if you're gonna cross universes especially with mk you're gonna have scorpion and sub zero like that's I definitely that's i definitely i definitely understand but the whole point of the injustice universe is that there was no real cross universe it's not like dc versus mortal kombat which was the legit franchise yeah that game that was trash garbage that, that was that absolutely trash garbage trash, yeah. hot ass stinking garbage that game was, it was a fucking tragedy but we should thank it because that was the game that motivated NetherRealm to push development for Injustice. Yeah, that's true. You're right. I mean, you got to take the good with the bad. Also, the Injustice storyline and the comics and as a franchise is just very popular. It's doing really well. Yeah. Oh, it's still to this day. Yeah. It's crazy. It's surprising because like the story is pretty much like the game. You don't even need the comic books. It's just extra shit. Yeah. I wouldn't buy them. Like, I read the, I read some of them while I was at Stories the other, uh, like, two weeks ago. And I was like, this is stupid. I already played the game. Like, it's basically the same thing. And it's like, why don't you just play the game? It's more fun. It's interactive. You know what I mean? I don't I, know. But I mean, you know, people have their preference of uh, how to consume media. I don't think, I don't think the comic universe ever is aligned with any other universe. Are you sure? Yeah. I, I'm pretty I read sure. It. I'm pretty sure the Injustice books is it's different separate. than the game. Yeah, more the Mortal Kombat books just, doesn't deviate too much, but it's it just expands a lot on the characters' background and stories. Yeah, yeah. kind of like uh, Street Fighter, because yeah. I know the Street Fighters have comic books and they do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like um, I was watching one thing about the Lin Kuei. I was reading from yeah. about them the other day. The Lin Kuei. Lin Kuei. I was gonna talk about how um, Sony was talking about how you know they're never going to do like cross-platform stuff or cross-play excuse me because i know there's two different things um with xbox and essentially it came down to it being a better business decision for so sony at the moment they're like it's not like we won't ever do it but they did air quotes and they were like sony's just not quite there yet and i'm like y'all gonna do that thing where you're gonna drop like some cool ass game and then you're gonna be like Xbox, you should license this game from us and then we can all play it together. I really feel like that's Sorry. what's gonna happen. I'm gonna call it right now. That's what's gonna happen. Cause that's the thing, like if they make it like cross play like that, as I was telling like Faisal and Tori and Asif, um, essentially Sony would be expanding their entire game catalog to Microsoft in order to create that like cross play stuff. And it's gonna be interesting. I I I'd have to see the article you're reading because I I'll really put it in there. Yeah, I really don't understand what you're trying to say. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, are you talking about character, like Sony characters in Microsoft games, or no, like no, no, cross-platform no, no, no. play, games. like multiplayer? Correct. So, how like, would that? Happen? They're talking about like so. <clears throat> How you can play Street Fighter on Steam, mm -hmm. but you can also play PlayStation right. Four players. Okay, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, that's what that's may, what Microsoft. It may, be a, it may be a business decision for them not to do it at the moment, right? Yeah. That's I mean that's what he okay. said essentially. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I don't know how Sony would have to license anything to them if they don't own like the intellectual property. But I'm saying Sony always has exclusives, right? Yeah. So my thing is, if Sony makes it like. They'd have to go out and contact a developer and all that stuff. I'm just thinking from yeah. a business perspective. At least this is how I would play the game. Okay. Pun intended. I would make a game. I would be a publisher to a really good game. Or I would finance a publisher that can make a really good game. Essentially something like what Bungie did with the first Halo and second Halo and all that stuff. Did a great job. Xbox became famous because of Halo. Let's be honest. 
right? So if Sony can create something like that for the PlayStation and then have cross compatibility or play or whatever the correct terminology may mm-hmm. be, I would imagine that they would have to try to sell that to Microsoft in order to like have the Xbox One players also mm-hmm. be able to play that game. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah. But, what, that's, but that's doesn't what I'm that, saying. But doesn't that mean that they would have to create a new entire entire new online interface? No, I mean no. What you're doing is you're basically like connecting this network with this network. Yeah. That's a very reductionist version. He can no, tell you right. exactly he's how you right do it. He's right about that, but um it it would come down to like in order for you to play our game on your console, then essentially what you're saying is it's no longer our ex- our exclusive. Correct. So you're saying this is this is Sony's intellectual be- property. If you want to play it on your system, give us the light right. and the royalties for it. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's I what you. I was saying. Okay. You, that made sense, right? Mm-hmm. What I was saying. Okay. All right. Cool. But I mean, that's how I would approach that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's smart. I mean, at the moment, they're not doing anything. Nobody else is doing anything like that. Like, mm-hmm. I would love to play Rocket League, like that. I think Minecraft is trying to do stuff like that. Street Fighter is the first. Yeah. Street Fighter Five, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, Adam. Is the first game to do something like that where Steam can play with PlayStation Four? Is that right? Or is I think it Rocket wrong? League is the first. Oh, Rocket League is the first. I didn't know that. So, that's you know that's pretty cool. I think that's awesome. That like if you feel like being a PC gamer, then it doesn't limit you from playing with your friends. That actually entices somebody like me, that's a wholehearted console person, to build a PC just because I know I still be able to play with my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although there are certain aspects, like there are certain games where it just doesn't work for, and I understand that. Like, like for example, you like Overwatch. Oh, Overwatch, yeah. it does not work. It's at gonna all. be my big like. Yeah. It's just, there's always gonna be an inherent advantage over console players. Yeah. So like that's why Blizzard balance they balance the game separately. Mm-hmm. The heroes have different buffs and nerfs separately mm-hmm. because the game is played fundamentally different on both platforms it's crazy heroes that are super op and the ps4 version are like low tier in the pc version for example so like reinhardt would probably be the only person that's relatively similar i think any tank probably right Mm -hmm. tanks are important do they have completely different character sets exclusive for pc because that that higher tier is the lower tier no it's all the same characters but the way they are balanced and tweaked Right. From things like movement speed to damage is different because you can't sometimes you can't optimize your combos like on a PS4 with a certain champion like you can on PS or on PC, vice versa. So that's pretty interesting. Bro. Faisal and I were talking about it too. How about Need for Speed making another game though? Aren't they making another game? Need yeah. for Speed Payback. Yeah. yeah. PS4 yeah. and Xbox One. <laughs> it's gonna be on the Scorp- Scorpio or Xbox One X. Xbox yeah. One X. And the yeah. and PS4 Pro. The Xbox, Xbox One Pro. Xbox. One in a box next to a box. I saw that. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, I good, saw good. You, yo. I, I read it. <laughs> but I am going to play that game first, just nostalgia. Mm-hmm. The last few Need for Speed games looked really good. Mm-hmm. They looked really good. Uh, is what they really fucked up their uh, presentation of that game because they were bragging about <laughs> improved AI and as they were saying that the the car in the back just like randomly crashed into the like crashed into the side just out of nowhere right. like the AI was so fucked up in the game like they were trying so hard to play up play it up but the actual gameplay footage was just not there yet. That's funny. Yeah. 
Was it supposed to be a joke or was it actually? No, no, no. It, it was, was actual fuck actually. up. Yeah. Dang. yeah. Like the game just fucked up. <laughs> It happens. It's not out yet, you know. I didn't play. I didn't play any Need for Speed games underground. Underground was good. Hot Pursuit was good. Hot Pursuit was my favorite. I played a lot of Burnout as a kid. Dude, Burnout was a shit though. Yeah. Like, I don't like care how un, I don't care how unrealistic it is. It's, it's awful. So good. You, like run into a like you just. The, it's basically like you do this and an explosion happens. It's the Michael Bay of racing games. It's the Michael Bay of racing games. That's correct. That is absolutely correct. What did you do for our listeners to visualize? I slightly... Gently touched his tips. (laughs) I gently touched my tips together. (laughs) And they exploded. Just like that. Make sure you uh, amplify that noise. But speaking of nostalgia, <laughs> I'm excited for Kingdom Hearts 3. Bro, finally. fuck that game. Finally. Kingdom that Hearts is trash. Finally. That game's not going to come out for another 12 years. I know. <laughs> it will. It's coming out. I mean, it's time. already been 11 years. What's the, what's the 12 years more? It's going to make sure that every single person that played the Kingdom Hearts <laughs> games cries when they play the third one. Thora! Thora! <laughs> I was watching the, um, the, tra- the, tra- the like, orchestra trailer for it, and it's got the... It's got the same layout as the first Kingdom Hearts, or at least menu-wise, which I thought, which which I thought was a nice touch, um, kind of like harkening back to the beginning of everything. Hopefully, Donald Donald Duck heals you, and hopefully, spoilers. I haven't played the second one. One of one of my funniest things, uh, like reactions from that. Trailer has has anybody seen it here? Yeah, I've seen it. Um, Yeah, yeah. How Sora has a fidget spinner. Oh my god. <laughs> Does he really? It's like a like a Beyblade keyblade. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is it's that It's like a power power move. <laughs> he still has his keyblade. All I'm saying is that I hope they focus more on the Disney than the Square Enix aspect of the game. I don't need like I don't need like bajillions of characters that have like 12,000 zippers all over them like this game. <laughs> Wait, you, Bruh, miss, you miss what those they need to do, days. right, is like, they need to have, like, a wormhole situation where Just Cause 3 meets <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3. That's the fucking game I want to play. Man, man Marvel is already part of the <laughs> Disney universe, so they'll probably have, like, Marvel and Star Wars. So if there's no lightsaber keyblade, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Bruno. If there's no lightsaber keyblade, I'm not buying it. <laughs> I'm not buying it. Like, I guess you were. Like, just, just, on, just on principle. Like, you're going to have Captain America in the game, but no Darth Vader? Like, no, guys, come on. You guys, guys. So, when worlds collide. We when that. <laughs> he, touched, he touched his tips together, too. Tips of what? Tips of... That's up to your imagination. He's saying more. Oh. My thumbs. In sign language, basically. So, when, we know that Kingdom Hearts is third party. Do we know that it's coming out on the Switch? It's I definitely think. not. I don't yeah, think so. Absolutely not. Like a Sith. Oh, snap. I think, I think, the, I think that in terms of JRPGs or slash RPGs, because Kingdom Hearts is kind of like, a, like an amalgamation of both. I think... Um, in the same vein, I think Nintendo would want to would wouldn't want to detract any attention away from Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Mm, yeah, that's true. Because that's like their big money maker. Because the yeah. first Xenoblade Chronicles like made people cry. It was really good. <laughs> I didn't cry, but not because I'm not comfortable with crying. No, just son, because the I didn't only finish game the game. That I almost cried to was Metal Gear Solid Four. Oh, there was a Metal, Metal Gear, Gear announcement. Sh- I know. Sh- 
don't talk. Do we not talk about it? We don't talk about that one. Shh. It's not the same. <laughs> All we talk about is Death Stranding and how we haven't heard anything about it. Sure. That's how you know it's gonna be good, in my opinion. You don't need a game that's gonna be good. You don't need to talk about it. Like Doom, you don't need to talk about it. It's a good fucking game. Pretty sure they talked about Doom the last E3 though. No, they didn't. Shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> As Faisal, he's the Doom fanboy. Did they? Uh, I don't remember from last E3. So they didn't. Faisal. Double kill. I don't know if it dropped before Kill-o. or after E3. If it was after E3, they didn't talk about it. Slayer, Kilimanjaro. Kilimanjaro. Oh man, we should definitely have a land party again. That would be fun. Yeah. Oh, Running riot. Unfreaking believable. Any more highlights right. for you, uh, Tori? Um, I was surprised about the Atari announcement. Oh Yo, my god! I'm gonna buy it. I already but know. What, 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 what the fuck is that? What is, that? What is in the world? The Atari announcement. And I was like, what? Okay, so there, there's rumors that it could be one of two things. Either it's a hardware. A new hardware that you're just gonna play old games on, or it's gonna be a completely new next gen system that Atari's trying. I'm gonna to whatever it is, I'm gonna buy it. You think they have the ability to? Compete? I already know. I think they have the ability to live off their legacy. <laughs> I mean, Honestly, that's how they've kind of gotten by. It's just like reselling old nostalgia yeah, and yep. all that. Uh-huh. But with this, I was reading. Um, the art, uh, uh, a couple, like one or two articles about it because the announcement for it was literally twenty one seconds and yeah. it's, it's not, <laughs> it's 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 a teaser, you know. It just shows part of the Atari box and then the logo's up and then boom, <laughs> you're done. That shit looks sweet, <laughs> by the way. The little panning of the wood and shit. It looks yeah, the wood panel. It's very seventies. I, mean, I like it. But it's but like I have just said, is that they're living off their their name, right? That means if they literally have to create uh, or have an have a new system or whatever that blows people's minds otherwise they literally can't live off their name anymore correct so yeah. this is an so all, this is, yeah. this, is a, this is a final fantasy move for them all this is final fantasy. no adam you don't appreciate that fuck you pay attention to what we're talking about <laughs> it's not a final fantasy moment so, it is because anyway but yeah so in the article it's saying it's gonna be quote-unquote pc technology based yeah. which is Big. I think that leads us to believe that it may be a a system that's going to compete with the current gen consoles. If if not, if it's because there's no reason to have modern PC parts and if it's just going to play old shit. Exactly. True. Yeah. Exactly. I'm buying it. I'm going to pre-order it. I'm going to fuck. I want. Yo, I'm a collector. I will be the first one saying I have a new Atari system. Do you? But that means they're they're gonna be able to charge the fuck out of that system. I'm gonna. Okay, so I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do what Phil did. I'm gonna buy three. One for me <laughs> and sell two, double the price. Oh, hell yeah! I mean, that's what people were doing. With that's Switch. what they, exactly. Do, do you want to hear my Do you want to hear my prediction for what this Atari box is going to be? Yeah, sure. No. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> He's making a tear gesture. The single uh, tear that streams down the face. And this might be completely wrong, or it might be completely off base. But I, you, you know how like simple a lot of these old Atari games are, like Centipede and yeah, Pitfall yeah, yeah. and things like that. Here's my prediction: This Atari no, box. Pitfall's great. I love Pitfall. My, my, my prediction is going to be a VR console. Yo. Ooh, Ooh game changer. I mean, that seems about right. Because, I mean, what what else is next gen if not VR? You know what I mean? Like, it's the only other step that you can go towards. Right. If they were the... If they were the 
pioneers in console gaming, why not have them be the pioneers to VR gaming? That makes so much sense, actually, because Atari was pioneering uh, uh, VR in front in the very beginning. Yep. It just you wasn't, the hardware wasn't there yet. So True. that makes a lot of sense. A dedicated VR console. hardware that can push VR. But are they going to come out with their own proprietary HMD or are they going to have it um, compatible with Vive or Oculus? And that's the big question. And here's my thing. This box is going to come preloaded with old Atari Classics re-imaged for VR. That's that's my Adam Domus-like prediction. Damn, Adam. You're dropping the knowledge today, bro. That would be very... You heard it first here on Obvious. You heard it here first. Do you hear all those mics dropping? No, don't drop the mic. That's the only one we have. Yeah, I don't want to hear any of the feedback in my headphones. <laughs> Adam, if you turned out to be right, that'd be a very exciting thing. I know, I would be really excited. Like, yeah. if I'm right about any of this, like, I haven't been right about stuff in so long. <laughs> <laughs> that means uh, I'm history's ready, on your side. I'm ready, guys. I'm ready to be right. <laughs> I, I can't do anything right since because pickles. <laughs> but yeah, that's my prediction. Like, there's just something that seems so right about it. Mm-hmm. I think about the Atari thing is that you asked earlier if they can be competitive. That's a very important question because you have PlayStation Network and you have Xbox Live. How are you going to design a whole new thing from the ground up that's going to be able to compete? Maybe you don't have to. That's the thing. If they're going into VR, maybe they're just going to create the game. Right. Like all the old games, like Adam said, they're right. all single player, multiplayer mm-hmm. within one room games. Mm-hmm. So you may not even need to venture back into that market. You might just yeah. might as well create your own thing. You don't need to reinvent yeah. the wheel when something original was already I, there. I guess. I mean. Yeah, but they, they need to have some titles in there that are popular right now or will be popular. But when the it thing comes is to attract. Right, people. a lot of VR titles are multiplayer. They need to have some kind of network backbone for for them to support that. You know. All six of the VR titles. <laughs> that stranding is going to be on the Atari system. Fuck your shit up, dog. <laughs> I'm gonna, I wanna make that prediction too. Y'all should see Adam's. But that's what I'm saying. Like, think about it. Why not have it be a great conspiracy? If we can have Donald Trump as president, Death Stranding, Hideo Kojima's game on his own can be on the Atari. It could be the Atari system's first game. Man, speaking of Donald Trump, I got a coworker listening to our podcast. And he looked, he like listened to the first episode and he was like, "You sweet, sweet, innocent children. <laughs> you guys thinking Donald Trump wasn't gonna make it?" Damn, that yeah. Is this dude like fifty? No, no, innocent children. He's like tw- he's like twenty eight, which makes it even funnier. Oh my god. I mean, is he like a Trump trumpet? No, no, the exact opposite. He just thought it was like wildly hilarious that we were really like Trump's not gonna make it. No, I think a lot of people thought that. A lot. I mean, that's why that's that's why it's like normal thought that. That's why we were like laughing about it. Like after he played the first episode, he was like, "Man, we were so full of hope, so gung ho." Yeah. There are a lot of things I'm looking forward to that um, E3 announced. Anthem looks really great. Day Days Gone. That looks Uh, good. I'm really excited for that. The, the zombie joint? Is a zombie, yeah, yeah the it's zombie a, zomb- joint. a zombie stealth game. Oh, shit. Yeah. It was dope. That would be sweet. Oh, I, think, oh, man, I think the whole, I don't know, I haven't really hopped onto the whole zombie thing. I feel like it's kind of played out now, you know, with Dead Rising and the Dead series and all the other zombie, you know, joints that's come out since then. I feel like I'm kind of done with it. But um, Anthem looks really great. I don't think I'm going to play it for a long time if I ever play it. Uh... 
it's what Destiny should have been, you know? Uh, it looks phenomenal graphically. Metro Exodus, I have not played any of the Metro games, but that joint looks... Uh, also, Metro's relative... Adam, you giving me that face. Metro's relatively uh, a current-gen IP, you know what I mean? Like, all the games are current-gen, and I have not played anything current-gen. The last game, the last recent game I played was Halo 4. So I, it's true, but like, I mean, the first Metro, the first yeah, Metro game came, oh. the first Metro game, Metro twenty thirty, uh, yeah, twenty thirty three came out, came out like way before Halo Four. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I, I, yeah, I never, I didn't really hop on that. At that you didn't point, hop on that train. Yeah, um, but they, but they did recently remaster the series, so I can't really fault you. Yeah, it looks it looks fucking amazing. One of the best shooters that I'm really looking forward to. Um, Doom VFR. I knew that there was gonna be a Fallout 4 and Doom uh, VR implementations. I think we had talked about it in previous episodes. Um, but I'm a little bit skeptical. We'll wait and see how how it's gonna turn out. I'm gonna play the regular Doom first. But they did something really subtle. If you didn't notice. Um, Doom VFR, which I'm assuming is going to stand for very fucking real, is going to be on the PSVR and Vive. They did not announce it for Oculus. It is not officially supported. And I think that's some sly shit that Bethesda did. Because recently Bethesda and Oculus have been going back and forth with lawsuits. And I think they did that on purpose. They are not supporting it on oculus officially there may be some kind of workaround but there's not there's no official support for oculus which is really really interesting to me since it you know since john carmack moved over to oculus and there really was that connection there so that's really interesting to me if y'all didn't notice that so wolfenstein 2 anything that it makes i'm buying that shit (laughs) I'm really excited for Wolfenstein. I didn't play the last one again because I haven't been playing video games. So I was watching the, uh, the couple trailers that were out for Wolfenstein, um, and I I haven't played any of those any of those games. Um, my computer just can't run it. So I mean I've seen gameplay of it, uh, but I am all about punching Nazis. So <laughs> it's it looks really really awesome. Yeah, the Wolfenstein. Uh, marketing is I love it amazing yeah it's just freaking amazing the throwback you know really old school World War 2 shit I love that shit in the beginning of the trailer I was like what the fuck is it at first I thought I was like why ain't this fucking YouTube ad finished yet that's like, what I said <laughs> I thought the same thing I was like yo this is kind of weird yeah like, damn why did they have a little uh, five seconds left right ad, five yeah. seconds <laughs> right but I fucking love Wolfenstein. Anything it creates, I'm a fucking fanboy. I don't care. Um, I'm gonna buy that shit. I feel like I should probably play uh, the previous one. I think it's called New Order. Yeah, I, I, I got a lot of catching up to do. I haven't played video games in, in several years. So this year was supposed to be my year. Um, you know, after I had finished my build and all of that. Well, quick question for you before yeah. we... And this is a, just an overall question in, for the listeners out there that don't actually aren't really into the gaming world um kind of like me are a lot of these titles are they for online playing or can you also i mean most of them 
my, I'm trying to find the balance. The that's what I'm trying to figure out. Is that I obviously I witnessed, I watched a bunch of YouTube videos and whatnot on like trailers and whatnot. Yeah. But I couldn't tell whether they okay. were consoles or whether question. they were online. Yeah, like for your question. PC. So Wolfenstein is a cross plat. It's a third party game. It's coming out for PlayStation Four, Xbox, and PC. And it is not an online arena game or a multiplayer game like uh, Overwatch would be or like Quake Arena would be or like Quake Champions would be. It has a single player campaign and it also has a multiplayer as well that you can play online. Like Call of Duty, you know, it has a single player campaign and you can play online too. So it's like, it's like one of those. It's not, it's not like an arena kind of. Okay. Uh, shooter okay which is a good question because it does that with uh, quake which is a good transition actually quake is both quake <coughs> also has a single player game and it also has arena arena style first person shooter quake champions been out haven't played it yet still focusing on my build and shit we about there it'll come soon come <laughs> soon come but i'm gonna be playing that max fps for sure no doubt it, it plays 120 fps like that's this base Damn. that's why it ain't coming out for what? console yeah it, it's it's a pc exclusive it is designed ground up for fast hardware quick yeah quick champions my yeah. question so how far out are you on your build uh all i will say is very soon come uh like 2017 <laughs> Oh, for sure. That's yeah, what yeah, I'm no. to yeah. Out. I mean, it's been like fall I've been talk- 2017 or no, like no, by no, the no, end no. of the summer. Summer, summer. summer. So like, um, yeah. I mean, I've been building this shit for over 12 months. So it's soon come. I, that's my word. It's about done. True. Yeah. Are so, you gonna have like an unveil with like the? Oh uh, yeah, crew? for sure. Not yeah. I'm gonna invite all y'all. I'm gonna announce it for sure. We gotta have like the obvious crew special oh, exclusive. Oh fuck yeah, fuck yeah, y'all. I'm about to Especially Gunn because he has like an a... investment. Like he 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 invested straight up. He helped me out with that shit. So Gunn, he's gonna be one of the first people to try it out. Oh, um, for sure. I am the first person after you. I am the one. <laughs> I am the one. Hey man, you know what man? I like Denzel Curry. I don't care what people say. Yeah. That's my boy. So what I'm doing is I'm building Real Florida boy. I'm building a VR studio. I'm building a, a fifteen or sixteen by sixteen square foot play area and it's gonna be fucking dope. And one of the reasons why is because um, you know, I, I wanted to be an early adopter of the technology. I've been looking at VR for several years, watching all of the uh, keynotes by Carmack and Oculus and all of them. So I've been on this shit for a minute because I knew it was about to be consumer ready, you know. So uh, and I wanted to play horror. I love fucking horror games. I wanted to you play. Love I fucking knew horror games. Yeah, and I wanted to play Doom. Uh, I knew Doom was gonna be a port. I knew Doom Three was uh, a port for the development. SDK. So I I knew that they were gonna port Doom on there. So that's a system seller for me. Uh, transference VR. So it's a new VR. Uh, really horror. It's a horror game, and it's designed to like scare you to death. One of the scariest VR games out there. That was revealed at E3. Y'all check it out. I'll post a link. I'm fucking excited for that shit. See, my problem with horror VR games is that. They don't simulate what my personal reaction or an individual reaction would be in a situation like that. And I guess that's the thing, though. It, like, it has rails on it to an extent, you know what I mean? And it has to in order to keep the story or the, the, the feel of the game going. That's one of the reasons, like, 
I can't suspend my disbelief that far where I'm gonna be like, if I was in this scary video game situation, I would do that. It's like, nah, I probably wouldn't do that. Like, there's a monster coming at me. There's gonna be two things that happen. Either I fight it or I die. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, it that's, all, that's my thing though. I don't know, it's, just, good. it's hard it's, for me to suspend my disbelief If a, if a like monster that. is coming at you, you're going to fight it as if it was coming at you. Correct. Yeah, and that's that's its purpose. Is that's that what, what it's designed to do. To do. Okay. Yeah. I want to play. So, I want to play this game. Yeah, for sure. Because I want to know. Like, it, but it I don't get scared easy. Scare yeah. me. No, it that's ain't. Why. It ain't. Um, it ain't a monster VR. It's like, just well, whatever, watch, watch the trailer. Yeah. You, oh, well. um, what's yeah, it called? You, uh, transference. Transference. Okay. I mean, you bring up a, a, a good point. I mean, yeah, do you, what, do what you know what I mean? Because you can have like a horror VR experience. Right. And then there's a horror VR game. Correct. There's it's could be mm-hmm. two different things. Like Resident Evil Biohazard, that is a horror game on VR. And you have already a set characters, a set plot right. type of thing. But then there's like uh what is it? Like that green chair or I forget what that what that game was, but that's just, that's like an atmospheric horror, just supposed to creep you out throughout the entire thing. Yeah, I mean, or I be think I, unsettled. I yeah, say. I guess like with games like uh, let's take the Five Nights at Freddy or whatever. Mm-hmm. You, have you played that game? So for, the game where you're like you're in a, like a security booth in a carnival <laughs> hall and like these like stuffed animal things come at you. Oh shit! Animatronics. No. It, like they're electronic animatronic uh, like. Chucky Cheese. Like Chucky Cheese type characters. <laughs> nah. That like come at you in the night. That's fucking weird. But my thing is like, those ga- games like that, when people are like, this is the scariest shit ever, it's like, it's anxiety inducing, but it's not really scary. Like, you can, I don't know, it's just, my problem with horror games is like, my same problem I have with horror movies is that when you watch the movie, when a character in the game or a character in the movie de- makes a decision that's complete, completely illogical to the audience, you lose touch with that game or mm-hmm. that that movie. Of course. And you're like, this fucking bullshit. I would never do that. When the person like goes towards the sound of some imminent danger, you know some what I mean? Some people shit. Yeah, like, you, why are you going there? Why are you going in the basement where you know something could kill you? Right. It just but, that's but, my, I don't know. But, it's just I, so I feel like you would, and I know you've played it, right? So I feel like you like Until Dawn. I actually haven't finished it, but I thought it was very interesting. I want to finish that game just because it's like I wonder how I can kill everyone at the same time. <laughs> no, and why I ask because, or why I say that is because there's moments where you could follow the noise and yeah. something would happen, yeah. or you can choose yeah. to go this other exactly. way. Exactly, and that's the point. It is not exactly on rails. Yeah, you okay. get to okay. decide as a player where you're okay. gonna go, what okay. you're gonna do. You know, what I mean, because it's first person. You, know, right. you know, you walk around. Anyways. Um, Kirby, there's a new Kirby game. Looks fucking awesome. Kirby's a terrifying monster too. <laughs> Do you think that's bitch? He's, yeah, he's fucking crazy. I still can't draw that Pink motherfucker, ball man. Ball of hurricane. <laughs> Shit is too hard to draw. Bro. There's a new Yoshi game. <laughs> there's a new Yoshi game. It looks really chill, really relaxing. The graphics look fucking amazing on there. I, I like mean, how you cuz we have a list that we're that we're looking at. I like how you just missed Call of Duty. Oh good. yeah, I mean I'm gonna play that. I'm more interested in the <laughs> call. <laughs> I'm more interested. COD World War II. World War Two. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's uh, all I'll say. <laughs> COD World War Two. I'm gonna cop that. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play Battlefield One first. Um, Battlefield One. I think. Good. I think before that, even I'm more interested in the Call of Duty Two remaster. That's that's gonna come or that's been out. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's one of the few first things I'm gonna try on my new rig. So, I guess maybe that's why. Metroid Prime 4. That, 
yeah, I exploded in my pants when I when I <laughs> when the music came on. <laughs> Dude, if if you look up the trailer, it's literally the title of the game with moving around with a bunch of keyframes and After Effects, and that's it. Yeah. And everyone's still literally like shitting and mm-hmm. all sorts. That's of gross. Things. That's yeah. disgusting. Why would I want to watch that? It, it's just still. It's a still image, and then it's just the music. And the no, there's not actual people shitting. You said there's people shitting, literally. That's what she said. I can no, that's reaction. You, you just that's still disgusting. <laughs> that doesn't make it any better by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> I think it got the let me the biggest. Let me live with Samus, okay? <laughs> hey man, whatever Samus you two choose to do, shit. whatever Samus you choose to do shit. with I think, Samus. I think I, we can't say the word shit anymore. So you know that's that's how y'all want to do that. You know that's cool, man. Um. Fucking all right. So we know this Scorpio uh, is called the Xbox One X now. We already have the specs. What's interesting is um, backwards compatibility with Xbox original games. Really? So, so they yeah. skipped a generation. No, it, it was backwards compatible with 360 titles. Oh, was it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's Soft cool. backwards compatibility, not hardware. So, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So that they're doing the, they're doing the same with Xbox titles. Crimson cool. Crimson Skies was the first one announced. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So that's that's gonna be really great. So then they're gonna have a a very very large game library on there. Um. Crackdown Three, one of my most anticipated games that was announced. Did y'all get to see the uh trailer for it? No. Terry Crews was in it. It was hilarious. Y'all definitely need to check that out. Um, another really, really uh, important game that I'm anticipating is Observer, another horror game. Um, is it VR? I can't remember, but I'm fucking crazy about this game. It's like this futuristic sci-fi horror, like tech kind of, you know, world in its crazy where it's like really trippy like digital glitches and shit it's really great and i'm really probably one of the games i'm looking forward to the most out of anything that was announced on e3 man well there's a whole lot we can talk about but i'm gonna cut this off now because my boy has to open this fast yeah and he has to give me we could talk about this for days but i'm gonna sure. cut this off right now just for the sake just of curious. asif and yeah. everything else but um next time we will talk about some of the more mainstream events. This is, I guess, mainstream, but, you know, niche mainstream, I guess. Whatever you want to call it. But we talk about politics, some sports, some controversial matchups that have come into play August 26th, Mayweather versus McGregor. We'll, we'll bring that up and uh, talk about the Vegas odds on that one. It's very interesting. Um, Virginia primaries just happened, Asif. How do you feel about that? Yeah, so looking looking forward and uh, actually uh, this up this upcoming election in November is going to be a little crazy. Um, I, obviously, we've got the field set on the Democratic and Republican sides. Uh, so I mean, there's some winners and losers on this. Uh, personally, I'm a I'm a big fan of Ralph Northam. He ended up winning the lieutenant governor. He's the current lieutenant governor. He ended up winning the primary for governor and will be the nominee for the Democratic Party in November. Um, the lieutenant governor, uh, so basically the ticket for the for the Democrats this November is uh, Lieutenant Governor Ralph Northam as the gubernatorial candidate, uh, Justin Fairfax as the lieutenant governor candidate, and Mark Herring, who, who ran unopposed in the primary, uh, but has a opponent for the uh, general. So he, he's running for uh, attorney general. 
Then on the Republican side, we've got Ed Gillespie, who squeaked out a win. I mean, he's not bad. barely he's squeaked Actually out. Actually, would be okay if he also <clears throat> if he won. To be honest with you, I mean, this is it, well, that, this he, is he's stuff a pretty moderate Republican. Moderate. To be honest, he is. He's he is. okay. Um, but you know, he squeaked out a win against mm-hmm. uh, a really um, right wing, alt right yeah. guy by the name of Corey Stewart, who's uh, you know borderline white supremacist organized confederate rallies in charlottesville um and then who ended up winning another really close election the republican primary was insane another close election was uh for lieutenant governor in that primary and uh jill vogel ended up pulling it out over bryce reeves who uh, they're both senate members in the, that serve in the current senate um of virginia and um, Jill Vogel, she's a scary candidate for Democrats, and I'm not gonna lie. I mean, she's a really strong um, conservative, but she runs. I mean, she comes from money. She has. Uh, she's very intelligent. Has a lot going for her, and um, could be could come out with an upset over Justin Fairfax. Although I'm not really sure if it's considered an upset. Uh, another thing to watch in that primary, you know, in that conversation is when um, is an African American male on the Democrat side going against a white female mm-hmm. on the Republican side, and that matchup is going to be really interesting when they have debates. Because I'm a minority group. No, I'm a minority group. Essentially, no, I'm a minority group, but I'm more of a minority group. <laughs> it's going to be wild, and, and, and I mean, when those debates happen, I mean, you're going to see. If I was a Democrat, if I was Justin Fairfax, I don't know why I'm a Democrat, but if I, if, I, if I was Justin Fairfax, I would be playing up not why she's bad, because that there's nothing like an African-American male saying why I the other candidate is bad. And um, I would just play up why I'm the better candidate. And um, and then I wouldn't even acknowledge that as a fact. Like I just I wouldn't even worry about it. Exactly. You know I, mean? Just I mean, don't even worry about it. I would not play negative that entire campaign yeah. because that's gonna just look like an African American male beating up on a white woman, and it's just gonna be an interesting narrative. Interesting of, narrative. You're starting the, to spin already. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of just little narrative. things have happened with uh, those type of situations. Correct. <laughs> yeah, bro. and then Mark Herring is is facing off. Uh, I watched holes. The Republican candidate, which I don't even really know that well, for for Attorney General. But uh, that's my little recap of uh, what happened in the primaries. It was really exciting on election night. And the uh, Democratic Party seems united um, um, after the Jefferson Jackson dinner that just happened this past weekend. Um, and then we'll see what happens uh, in November. But obviously, as a Democrat, I, I'm a pretty biased in that sense. So there's my two takes. Peace. We'll catch us next week. And that thing that we hinted about, it's still in the works. It's happening. You're going to see it. Yeah. Got something special. Just for you. Special sauce. If you would like to educate us, challenge us, or provide feedback, write to us at our email, apvi.us.podcast at gmail.com, or tweet us at abuse podcast.